0: Welcome to the Aspire in Motion podcast. I'm your host, Christina Asai, and in each episode, you'll learn from the real stories of people who've said yes before they've felt 100% ready. If you're looking to take your business idea to the next level, get ready to start taking action to transform your ideas into a reality and build the life you want on your terms. In reflecting on this process of getting ready for something, something public, something to be shared, I just came to realize how much there is a certain level of expectation, a dialogue that happens inside of the brain when we know that others are going to be able to look at our work and pose their own interpretation of it. Now, we do it all the time to others, and yet there's something so intimidating about the thought of having others do that to us when the tables are turned. I thought this was a great place to start for the very irony of trying to launch off the ground and realizing how often it is getting started is the hardest piece. Now, if there's anything that you can relate this lesson to, it's the idea that once we actually get into action and we stop analyzing whether or not it's the right place to start whether it's the first best step to take but we actually just start leaning into that action that is when the the confidence comes i admit that i didn't always believe this and at one point in time in fact i used to call it taking courageous action and it's something that i used to talk to my clients about all the time And for a while, I didn't really understand why people didn't necessarily resonate with that, or I would get the response a lot of times, oh, well, that's awesome that you do that. I really wish that I could do that. And I really began to realize that this isn't something that came for me overnight, but rather it's taken some time. And in fact, it's come as... A result of me proving to myself over and over again that the confidence comes after being in action. And yes, it does take courage to take that action. And maybe it's just starting off with really the way we see ourselves. For example, if you don't see yourself as a person who is courageous, which I know for me. I didn't always see myself as a person who was courageous. It can be really hard. That can be the one roadblock that prevents you from getting started because, well, if I haven't checked off the prerequisite box of being courageous, how am I ever going to feel ready enough to take action? And with that, I invite you to just revisit this expectation that you have of yourself before you can get started. Do you need to be able to see yourself in a certain way as courageous or maybe it's as something else. What readiness looks like to you? We begin to realize how relative that really is to everybody and how can you afford to or how can you best help yourself to get out of your own way by checking in with these expectations around what it looks like to have courage, the courage to start or the readiness to start. And when you really begin to dig deep, and de-layer what's underneath that fear, you really begin to tap into what is it really that you're afraid of? There can be a lot of self-talk there that can be so defeating, and a lot of it stems from a place of wanting to just self-preserve and protect ourselves from that potential humiliation. So as you're revisiting some of these early stories of what is it that I really truly need To get started what is it really that i'm afraid of take it a next step further i think a lot of us get so hung up in not wanting to feel that way because it's uncomfortable but just beyond that veil of discomfort is often that very answer that you need to know to be able to unlock that stuckness and get out of your own way so as you're leaning into that discomfort take it another layer deeper and ask yourself what's really the worst possible outcome that I fear will happen. And for many of you, if you're anything like me, I was really afraid to answer that question for myself. Afraid of really confronting the possibility of naming it because there's a certain reality of the fear actually happening when we name it, but at the same time, how likely is it really that it could happen that worst case scenario? The exercise I'm talking about is called fear setting, and it's one that if you Google today, you will find a bunch of different results. I don't need to necessarily get into the how of executing that. Tim Ferriss has a great TEDx presentation on it. There are a few others um, on YouTube on how to do this in different ways through bullet journaling, reflecting. So it's a great place to start if you find yourself feeling really really stuck when we're stuck we have different ways of coping maybe you're someone who loses themselves to the research rabbit hole when you're feeling stuck oh the answer must be out there somewhere i just gotta research a little bit more learn a little bit more when in fact that may just be the very form of procrastination that's holding you back from actually taking action for others of us it's complete avoidance Oh, well, I'm just gonna do something else. And the busyness of being busy all the time makes me feel productive when, in fact, it's a false illusion because we're really just avoiding what we fear. When, in fact, it may not be as scary as we really think. Others of us might be in complete denial about it or deny that it's even for us. Why let somebody else tell you no when it feels a lot less painful to tell yourself no? And I see this so often with individuals who are looking to change their careers, who are looking to move to a different location, start a new job, and that process of getting back into interviewing again, applying for jobs, putting yourself out there, it's exhausting. It can be so easy in those moments to want to point the finger elsewhere and say, well, it's probably just somebody else was more qualified or it probably was just that they already hired someone internally, or it might just be that it wasn't a good company culture fit for me. And we look to a lot of these external explanations for why we're not moving ahead, and while they're all perfectly valid reasons, I'm not here to invalidate them, but I think there's often too much focus attributed to those things, when in fact what could really help to move the needle forward is checking in with ourselves and where our fears are, and and how that's affecting our decision making and our actions and the way that we're showing up in those conversations. We don't always have to feel 100% ready in order to start. I hope there was something helpful for you from listening to this. If there was, I would love to know what you took away as the most helpful thing. I look forward to catching you in the next one.